0: Everyone and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What can we learn from these celebrities whose lives are on blast that we get to learn from? From the safety of our couches, we get to take notes from their successes and learn from their failures. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from things like TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. You're my ride or die. I stan you. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat wherever you would like. You are so welcome. We are back after the long weekend. I hope you guys had a really fun, great weekend. My weekend was pretty eventful. It's unofficial here at my university, and that basically means that we celebrate the only Irish tradition a little early for St. Patrick's Day, which is binge drinking So everyone goes out all weekend, literally from the time they wake up until the nighttime. They're dressed in their St. Patrick's gear. And when I say binge drinking, I mean these people probably got alcohol poisoning. It was a pretty eventful weekend. Even by my standards, I saw someone fall off a porch because their porch broke. Um, My friend had a drink thrown in her face. There was a bar fight with multiple different of my friends. Unfortunately, my roommate had someone throw up in her bed. So she is now sleeping on her couch and... I actually heard that someone died on my campus this weekend from uh, problems related to drinking, which is not an an uncommon thing to happen. That's happened so often here at the university that the university does no longer um, acknowledge this unofficial weekend and encourages students to not partake in it. But they still do, and I think a way they try to combat it is is like putting spring break two weeks after. So the week directly after unofficial, you have all your midterms. So basically students were either drinking or studying this weekend, drunk or, you know, trying to prepare for their tests. I have two midterms in the next two days, so I've been studying. But after those two midterms on Wednesday, I'm seeing Dua Lipa in the flesh and I'm so fucking excited me my friend got pit tickets so we're gonna try to get there super early and get the best possible seats we can um speaking of Dua Lipa did you see that Dua Lipa and Megan The Stallion are releasing a song together that is the collab I've always wanted in my life those two girls were like my screensaver for so long of that one photo that they have so I'm so excited for their collab it's called Sweetest Pie and it will be out on Friday Megan is joining Dua on tour for like three tour dates but it's next week and I'm seeing Dua this week so I was like kind of annoyed by that but it's fine. Um, something good going on is that, um, I don't know, if I, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you guys this, but I've secured ad reads for the podcast. The podcast has grown enough where we have secured ad reads, but don't worry, the brands are amazing and they're just going to be in here super, super quick. So thank you guys all for that. Shout out to the people who like put it on their story and are helping spread it and everything like that. Um, yeah, no, like, it literally helps so much. I respond to everyone who puts it on their stories. That's like the most organic way to grow it. So with that, let's get into the topics today. So first of all, speaking of Dua Lipa, we're going to talk about how Dua Lipa is being sued over her song, Levitating, because a more underground band is saying that they directly copied, carbon copied their song that they released in 2017. I'm going to play both, and then we're going to talk about the lawsuit and what they want from Dua. Then we're going to talk about the unfortunate passing of a Stanford soccer player and all the details about um there's a lot of confusion about it on Twitter, about like what happened to her, how did this 22-year-old died, so we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about Kanye West explaining his Easy music video where he deeply threatened Pete Davidson in it. It's crazy. And then we're going to talk about how Pete Davidson is literally going to space with Jeff Bezos and how that came about and why and when Pete's going to space. So before we get into it, you can just rate this podcast, five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts it would help me so much again post it on your stories and yeah you're already here you may as well do so and let's get into it welcome to pop culture university take your seats Dua Lipa has a cold heart, according to Article Sound System, a band that is claiming that she directly copied their 2017 song, Live Your Life, in her song, Levitating. Lawsuits like this happen in music a lot, where a lesser known artist or band will have a song that came out a few years earlier that was not really popular at all, no one really knew it, that then a big artist will come out with a huge smash hit that sounds a little bit similar to their song, and then they sue them, and it's a really big deal. This happened with Katy Perry with Dark Horse. She was accused of stealing a different song, and Katy Perry actually lost that lawsuit. Uh, I guess they found that Katy did copy the original song, and she had to pay them a certain amount of money in damages. Katy still has the rights to her song, but um, yeah, she had to cough over a lot of money, and... This one in particular with Dua is an even bigger deal because Levitating broke so many records and was one of the biggest songs literally of this whole past decade. Uh, it spent sixty eight weeks in the Hot one in the Hot one hundred, over thirty weeks in the top ten, which is massive. Uh, well, one of the biggest of all time. It was the biggest song of the Hot one hundred of all twenty twenty one named by Billboard. And it has over 1 billion streams on Spotify, even though homophobic disgrace DaBaby was on it. It still did all of that, even with DaBaby throwing that whole fit tantrum that he did in 2021. So Levitating raked in a lot of money that Article Sound System thinks that should be theirs. Now, in this lawsuit that they filed uh, March 1st, I believe, they are saying that Dua directly copied. They're suing Warner Brothers and Dua, but they aren't really saying exactly how Dua copied it. They don't really have direct evidence of... Dua doing this, they don't have evidence of her like listening to it like over and over again and being like, ha, ha 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 ha, I'm gonna steal everything from this track. And you know, they don't have like a video recording of her doing that or any written proof that she even like listened to the song ever or ever even came in contact with that song because it is such an unknown song that it probably had over like under 10,000 streams on Spotify. No one knew the song at all, they have no proof that Dua even knew the song, but they're saying that she copied it. And like any copyright case, a lawsuit against Dua Lipa claims that she had access to the earlier Live Your Life, meaning she heard the song, thus giving her the ability to copy it. But the case doesn't exactly explain why the band believes the pop star even heard their song. They have no motive, no proof. The only real reason they think do a copy is because the chords sound a little similar, and the timeline would add up. I guess Doa said she started working on this in like 2018, 2019. Their song came out late 2017, and Dua actually said that "Levitating" was the first song she wrote for Future Nostalgia and based the rest of the album on "Levitating" because she liked it so much. So this would be like a really big deal, and I'm sure that song is worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. And in the lawsuit, they're asking for any profits that have been made off of "Levitating," which would like not bankrupt dua and warner brothers but would be a big deal plus damages so i'm going to play both of the songs and we are then going to decide how similar they really are and i want you to give it a good listen i'm going to play the chorus and we're going to read the consensus of what the world thinks you want me i want you baby my sugar boo i'm the Milky Way. we're yeah, yeah 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 i got you Moonlight. as you can see it's the whole thing that's like, mama, uh-huh, uh-huh. like that whole rhythmic motion of like how they're doing that part of the song is what they think dually be copied off of. I'm gonna read the comments under this really popular thread about the topic, and someone said they do sound similar, but not enough to get all the profits plus damages. That has twenty thousand likes. Someone else said same flow, different lyrics, B, etc. That has forty thousand likes. Someone else said. Sounds similar, but it is literally two notes. In my opinion, two musicians could come up with this separate easily. And that's the one I completely agree with. That has over 10,000 likes. That's the only single part of the song that even sounds a little bit alike. And I feel like two musicians could easily come up with that flow of the melody. It's such a basic sound that there's bound to be overlap at some point. I feel like the law... Does usually help out the smaller artists in this case so it'll be interesting to see if Dua duoliba is able to get by scotch free i feel like at worst what's going to happen is that Dua is going to have to give them credit but not any money similar to how olivia rodrigo gave taylor swift credit for her song deja vu that uh, apparently like olivia took inspiration from cruel summer about the bridge and everything i feel like there's just maybe a little inspiration if anything at that point but inspiration isn't in duplication and it kind of just sounds like this band is throwing a little bit of a fit because their song was relatively unknown while well, do was literally the biggest song of 2021 and they want to like blame their failure on her and say like if she didn't make this song then like our song would have been bigger a lot of people do agree with the small band though but a lot of people are just saying that it's barely even similar at all so what can we learn from this i think we can learn that there is a fine line between inspiration and duplication i th- i think this gets misconstrued in a lot of areas of life with two different people two different groups or whatever not even just in music it's okay to be inspired by something and take notes from that to apply it to yourself, to maybe improve yourself. You know, you like what you saw on someone else. You want to emulate that. I think that's a good and healthy thing. But duplication is not. Duplication is directly ripping off. It's very disrespectful to the person who actually came up with it, who made it their own. Duplication is trying to steal and pass something off that is not yours as if it was yours. There's a difference between jacking someone's swag and just being a little inspired by someone's swag. Down brings me round again to i man I think I am no, no, no. Okay? We're gonna move into a little bit of a sadder part of the podcast, and that is the tragic story of what happened to the stanford university soccer player katie meyer who i don't know if you saw on twitter there were like threads about it on twitter all weekend i kept seeing it but i didn't really know what happened the headline was just saying like this 22 year old soccer player died and it had like almost a million likes everyone was commenting on it sending their condolences but a lot of people also had questions so i just want to like clear up what happened her parents have opened up and talked about it just yesterday on abc news so they're okay with talking about it and what had happened was katie meyer who uh is the 22 year old goalie of the stanford university soccer team she was the uh team's like head goalkeeper she won the ncaa women's soccer championship in 2019 with them she's like a star player she had fans she was found dead in her dorm last week and it was tragically confirmed after days of speculation after the news came out and people not being able to leave to believe that a 22 year old girl would just drop dead in her apartment. It was confirmed that she died by suicide. That is unthinkably tragic and horrible and a devastating loss. She was a beautiful young girl. She had such a life going for her. She's done so well for herself. She had the biggest, brightest future. And even those around her were saying that she was so positive in the last days of her life. And Nothing seemed like it was wrong at all. It's hard to comment on someone's struggle, but it goes without saying we all wish she was here still, and I wish her the most peaceful rest, and I hope she is okay and at peace wherever she is now. This led to the question of why? Why would this 22-year-old who was the head soccer player, beautiful girl, one of the best colleges in the United States, could really have any life she wanted? Why would she do this? She did not leave a note, but her parents, Steve and Gina Meyer, Um, they believe what caused this is that Katie was triggered by a recent email she had received about facing punishment from the school. So she was going to face punishment because according to her parents, she was defending a teammate on campus over an incident a few months prior to her passing. Though her parents say they didn't see the email, Her mom said that Katie had been receiving letters about the potential disciplinary action for the past few months and suspected that the latest note was a kind of the final letter that there was going to be a trial of some kind or something against Katie. The school Stanford said they're not able to share information about confidential student disciplinary matters, but her parents said that she was defending her friend. Maybe there was like some physical altercation that Katie did in the name of her friend, to protect her, to defend her. We're not going to speculate on it. I'm pretty sure all of us would do the exact same thing if our friend was in any kind of danger or getting bullied or getting harassed. I'm sure we would have all done the same thing. That is not the point. I think maybe Katie was such a type A, like if you look at her life, head of sports, student athlete, amazing grades, amazing college. Maybe she was such a type A that maybe this disciplinary action Uh, kind of, you know, scared her to death in a way. She had so much to lose because she was doing so amazing that maybe she thought her whole world would come tumbling down from this action the school was placing onto her and she did not know how to handle it necessarily. It just goes to show how even the people you think are the strongest and the most diligent can have their mental health thrown off by just one thing and it goes to show how fragile all of our mental healths are and how much they need to be protected the Stanford community released a statement that our entire community is devastated by Katie's death. We share our deepest condolences with Katie's family and everyone who knew her at Stanford across the country and around the world. Katie touched so many lives. We are as universally committed to continue to grieve with Katie's family and cherish our memories of her. When her parents went on ABC, it was the absolute saddest, most tragic exactly what you'd expect in parents situation like this it was so hard to watch the package was a few minutes long they really dove into katie's life and what happened and they're so brave the parents for allowing her story to be told like that it's definitely not something that i think uh any parent would want light shed on it made the anchors cry it made me tear up and i'm sure the only upside from this it was uh it helped a lot of parents out there who maybe have kids who go through mental health struggles like that it helps kids who are going through mental health struggles how to communicate better so something like this doesn't happen and just really the permanence and the devastation of um inaction like this i'm going to play a little clip of it brace yourself it's her parents talking about their emotions this week the mire speaking out to make sure other parents don't suffer the same tragedy the emotions of their loss are raw we're just we're struggling right now stephanie we are struggling to know you know what happened and why it happened you know we're just like heartbroken we're just so heartbroken and i katie's mom, mom wearing you know, her katie, daughter's katie, sweatshirt one she wore in a post just last friday watching. it's going to sound crazy but every mom is going to understand this but when you smell it it smells like her it smells like katie <laughs> like you know just her scent i'm wearing it because it just I want to be close to her. So yes, it is hers. Absolutely. So heartbreaking and tragic. So what can we learn from this? Whatever you're going through is not permanent. Nothing is. Whatever's going on in your external life, that is not important. You have to make sure you are okay internally. Your mental health is good. Your body feels good. If you're okay internally, nothing else matters. Nothing in your external world could break you, could ruin your life, could destroy everything it's not the end of the world i know it feels like it every day i'm sure we all have something that makes us feel like it is but it is not as long as you have your mental health that is everything that should be all of our number one priorities taking care of yourself please don't make any permanent decision from a temporary Circumstance. Check in with your friends, check in with your family, even the ones who seem strong and okay. We need to make mental health checkups a normal part of our day. Like we get a physical checkup at the doctor. How about we get a mental checkup too? Um, And the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. It is open 24 hours a day, available at all times to provide you all the necessary resources. If you or your friends are having thoughts like that, please use it. It is a great tool. I am so tired of battling with myself with no chance to eat. Oh, Let time be patient oh. Let oh. pain be gracious Okay, okay, okay. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about something and that is Noom. One of my first ad reads. So Noom uses the latest technology and behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good. Through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. If you are one of my loyal followers, you know health and wellness and weight loss is so important to me. I've been through such a weight loss journey and now I'm on my fitness, like muscle growth journey, and Noom helps with all of that. So I've always wanted to try it, but I haven't yet, but maybe I will now. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves, to fit to other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you, which is definitely what I learned during my whole journey. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle, it's flexible, and focuses on progress not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, which is the utmost important thing, in my opinion, your mental space. One-on-one coaching and, and cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful with your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finish the program and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for more than a year, which are incredible statistics for a weight loss app. Uh, So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom.com slash believe. Use that code. You will save. And then second, something I know we all can relate to coming out of this winter into the March. My skin is looking cracked, rubbish. It has just been through a lot this winter. Uh, So you can quench your thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth with whey melrose place body cream it is fast absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it the most hydration that lasts and prevents more dryness from happening so it's like a one-step fixes all solution it is high quality nourishing ingredients like squalience coconut oil kupa asu butter i bet you don't even know what that is because it's so nice and coconut oil or you can turn off your shower and escape with the gentle skin softening Whey Melrose Body Place Cleanser. It balances your skin without stripping it or leaving it with unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather, skin softening oils in a hydrating blend, and high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil this spring these melrose products are exactly what you need they're going to be your savior experience the new way melrose place body cream and body cleanser your body your way go to theway.com i'll spell it for you dot com, and use the code believe b-l-e-a-v to get 15 percent off your entire purchase that's 15% off your entire purchase at T H E O U A I dot com with the code BLEAVE. Nigga, we having the best divorce ever If we go to court, we'll go to court together Matter of fact, pick up your sis, we'll go to court together I watch four kids for like five hours a day I wear these Yeezy boots everywhere, even in the shower today I got love for the nannies, but real family is better The cameras watch the kids, I stop taking the credit Not custodial dad, I bought the house next door What you think the point of really being rich for? When you give them everything, they only want more Bougie and a ruler God me from crash. Just so I could beat A big congratulations is in order to Kimberly Kardashian. Period. She is no longer Kim Kardashian West. She's been freed from the shackles of her relationship with Kanye West and was officially declared legally single at their court hearing. Last week, she's actually zoomed in from her closet. Her lawyer, her and her lawyer tag team, they got that shit. Locked, certified, under wraps. She is single. Kanye did not even show up to the hearing. He was busy the night before having dinner with Tristan Thompson and was probably on a date with Kim Kardashian lookalike during the trial and didn't feel like showing up. But anyway, Kim is single now. Congratulations to her. She's wanted this for so long so that they can just move on and so everyone can just start the healing, get on with their separate lives. And we thought that was what was going to happen. But the day after Kim was declared legally single, Kanye West dropped the music video for his song, easy and if you have not seen this music video yet it is the most controversial music video since friday by rebecca black and maybe even more offensive so in the video it is a claymated video like coralline vibes creepy ass Coraline claymated vibes i hate claymations i can't stand to look at them a claymated kanye west is driving on a motorcycle and then he comes across a claymated pete davidson already shocking right he voodoo dolled ass pete davidson in his music video making a claymate claymate figurine of him pete davidson's claymate self is smoking a blunt you know just trying to chill as he normally does just wanting to light up lay back and go to his next tattoo removal procedure but then kanye west kidnaps him he puts a sack over his head ties him to his motorcycle and drives away with pete on the back then that's not even the worst part then in the music video he buries pete but he leaves his head sticking out of the ground and he grows flowers on his head weird why would he want you know pete to grow it at all seems like counterintuitive to what you would think Kanye would want for pete but then it makes sense because he cuts off the flowers you know probably to put in his truck of flowers That he drives to Kim's house and the truck was actually featured in the music video. The truck that said my vision is crystal clear. That he drove to Kim's house on Valentine's Day to try to win her back. Even though that's literally some you, Netflix, Joe shit. That's even creepier than when one of Kim's stalkers sent her a plan B pill and a wedding ring in my opinion. He's just as bad as them. Then he, after he cuts off the flowers that grew on Pete, he cuts off Pete Davidson's head. He beheads Pete Davidson, killing him in this music video. And then we see him holding and caressing Pete Davidson's head with his tongue sticking out and his puffy eyes close shut. And the music video ends with basically Kanye West just parading around with dead Pete Davidson's head. And on the screen it says, And they all lived happily ever after, except Skeet, because that's his nickname for Pete. You know who. And then he flashes on the screen for one second. JK, he's fine. Because he probably legally had to put that in there because the video is a visible representation of him murdering him. And legally, he probably just had to put that to not, you know, go to court for premeditated murder. The question now in everyone's mind is, is this art or is this a dangerous depiction of the madness of Kanye West's mind and something that should not be legal? to draw out you know clap if you wanted to murder someone i'm sure we've all wanted to murder someone are we gonna expose that intent in a music video that millions are gonna see no people are saying this is the most deranged crazy insane inappropriate not okay completely should have never been done before disgusting extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile thing Kanye west has ever done and let me just read some of the comments this is like the most reaction kanye has ever got from anything which is probably what he wants and like i always say i i theorized kanye was okay with um kim being declared legally single because he knew he had no power to stop that from happening so while he pretended like he was okay with it he actually is the opposite he's now more infuriated than he's ever been and he's just gonna get more and more crazy and do more and more outrageous shit to get kim's attention and this is definitely one of those things So people online are saying, Pete Davidson has spoken out about his own mental health issues countless times. The fact that anybody is using Ye's mental health to justify why he is then allowed to harm and harass someone else is actually quite dangerous. Someone else said, I hope Pete Davidson takes Kanye West to court and I hope Kim takes full custody of the kids and gets a restraining order. That man isn't stable. It's concerning. Lastly, someone said, if I was Pete Davidson, I'd genuinely be terrified for my life that was 100% a threat. Kanye needs help and Pete needs a restraining order. Even the women on The View all talked about it. Like this coverage was everywhere of this music video. And they were all siding against Kanye saying that this would not make Pete feel safe. Pete should protect himself, get security, and Kanye should get some disciplinary action. But then the Kanye West stands would be like, oh, he just, but he put JK, he's fine at the end. I don't think that excuses anything. People were defending him saying, y'all mad weird. As much shit, that pete davidson said about kanye national tv in skits and shit on snl the second Ye drops a music video on some real early 2000s beef shit it's a problem you're so sensitive kind of just saying that this is for entertainment and promo and it's just fun someone else said y'all saying kanye's video bearing pete skit is a death threat or too sensitive he's a gemini let him express himself in his moment he'll loose wind and move on to the next project not a plot to murder not using astrology to defend someone's murderous intent and constant harassing of another individual on social media. So what do you guys think? Do you think Pete should be worried and take legal action? I completely agree. I think that was a visible representation of a threat. Um, and imagine being Pete Davidson watching yourself get beheaded in claim- claimated form in a video. I'm sure Kanye West, you know, kept that claimated doll of Pete and is like in his bed at night, like stabbing it and jabbing it and if someone is going to go that far to show their hatred against you who knows what they would do next and that would just make me very uncomfortable so i think pete i don't think he's going to take legal action but i think he should take action in terms of protecting himself that's exactly what i would do and if he does one more thing i would take legal action but this is like definitely something that would make me extremely weary and i wonder how kim handled this i know she's done texting him because she posts her te- their text on social media so i'm sure kim and pete the whole Keet camp over there is really worried by this Kanye kind of crossed the line and even though Pete has stayed silent if he takes one more step i think pete definitely has to do something speaking of kim though she actually liked to tweet defending pete davidson which was really cute she's never like done that for pete before James Gunn, he tweeted, for the record, Pete Davidson is one of the nicest, sweetest guys I know. A truly generous, tender, and funny spirit. He treats everyone around him with respect. And Kim liked that, kind of insinuating that Pete is better. And Kanye West doesn't treat people with respect. Again, I always say, how does Kanye think any of this is husband material? He's never getting Kim back if he keeps on doing this bullshit. And I'm glad that Kim kind of sent him that message via like tweet. And we know Kanye saw it. He's the ex who's stalking everything. He saw that like tweet. So, what can we learn from this? As Pete Davidson said, being mentally ill is not an excuse to harm others, hurt others, or take out your mental anguish on others, or just act like a jackass. It should be seen, it should not be seen as a nice excuse to get out of things. You will not be excused for evil behavior towards others just because. You're mentally ill. Baby, I can really miss, miss you it'll change way I kiss you. Baby, you no know time apart is beneficial. It's like I'm the universe, and you'll be Get off space. space. I'ma, I'ma Kim Kardashian has given Pete Davidson the world so he's gonna need space and that is exactly what's gonna happen because Pete Davidson is in talks to go to space with billionaire daddy Amazon Jeff Bezos. So last month Kim, Pete, and Jeff were all hanging out at Jeff's mansion. People were like why did Jeff invite them over to dinner? What are they talking about? Such a weird thruple. Um, <laughs> some people were guessing what else they were doing that night in terms of a throuple but people are like what are they even talking about how do they even start being friends and apparently one of the big things they were talking about that night now we know is Pete was interested in going to space with Jeff Bezos apparently they really hit it off that night because now Jeff wants to take Pete Davidson to space everyone likes Pete Davidson it's not even just the women at this point we can't even just attribute it to his big d energy maybe Pete just has this charm like i don't know what it is Pete is winning at life he attracts everyone to him so jeff has been taking people miles above earth's atmosphere 62 to be exact as a part of his mission to make space tourism a real thing and i guess pete davidson will be a pioneer of that because while it isn't official it looks like the contracts are going to be signed very soon um a source from complex said that they haven't signed a contract yet but it looks like it's going to happen the details are being finalized he got on really well with jeff when they met and pete is really excited A lot of people are opposing this for a few reasons. One, because each of these like missions to space and the whole operation of launching people to space is like a million dollar operation in the tens of millions. So people are like, why are you wasting resources on taking celebrities to space? Because Jeff has taken like Michael Strahan and William Shatner to space. He's like doing all these trials to make space tourism a thing But people are like, you don't need to waste resources on something like space tourism no one needs that that's not an essential thing we need in this day and age on earth there's so many other worthy causes that these little billionaire experimental race games for their new way to make even billions more trillions of dollars it's just not necessary give that money to ukraine give that money to something to help you know the environment so we actually have in our system give it to homeless people give it to third world countries, give it to someone, don't go to space. Just one ticket to get on Jeff's uh spacecraft to Earth is almost half a million dollars, four hundred and fifty thousand, and you have to put down a down payment of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You know, Pete has been working this year. He could probably do one Instagram post if he didn't delete his Instagram because of Kanye and gotten on that flight. But that's not the point of all this. People are just shocked that Pete Davidson is going to space and that he's gonna be like a pioneer of like space travel and uh space tourism jeff bezos said we have to build a road to space so that our kids and their kids can build a future we live on this beautiful planet you can't imagine how thin the atmosphere is the atmosphere is when you look at it from space so this will be like one step to getting humans off the earth and little old Pete davidson is going to be on the mount rushmore of space travel there's a debate of if pete should go or not No one knows what Kim Kardashian necessarily thinks about this, but if you were Pete Davidson, would you go to space? I'm not exactly sure that I would. I feel like he has way too much to lose here on Earth. Like, his life is going so good. He's in all these movies. He's in all these shows. He's on SNL, and he keeps getting with the most amazing women on planet Earth. So it's like the last person who should want to leave Earth is Pete Davidson. Like, he has too much to lose. Leave well enough alone, Pete. Ashton Kutcher actually has bought a ticket to go to space with jeff bezos as well but me and lacunas talked him out of going so he sold his ticket which is actually kind of hilarious people are saying that kanye is gonna try to sabotage that flight he's gonna uh bribe jeff bezos to crash it he is gonna be shooting at the sky when they go he's gonna be sniping them down But a lot of people are saying, do it. YOLO, Pete deserves happiness. Pete deserves to take this adventure. He's worked so hard. If this is what he wants to make him happy, he's been through so much with mental health and everything. Like, go and do it, Pete. Why the fuck not? Either way, this flight is set to happen at the end of the year. So sometime this year, Pete Davidson will be going to space and probably, you know, get with all the Martians because he's already been with all the women on Earth. So what can we learn from this? Maybe leave well enough alone if things are going Good in your life, don't question it, don't test it, don't try to wait to self-sabotage it. Just leave well enough alone. If things are going good, just enjoy it. You don't have to try to reach for better and then potentially ruin all the good things you have. You don't have to push the stakes like that, like Pete Davidson trying to ruin everything great that he has by just going to space and potentially dying. If I was Pete Davidson, I wouldn't even take like a spirit airlines flight because of how good his life is right now. If things are going good, don't be anxious or worried about it. Don't self-sabotage. Just enjoy when things are good and marinate in it keep your feet on the ground and thank god for all the blessings that you have literally keep your feet on the ground you know don't go chasing waterfalls stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to if that makes sense anyway thank you for tuning into pop culture university today let's review what we learned so from pico in space we just learned leave well enough alone if your life is going good just leave it at that from kane's easy video we learned being mentally ill doesn't give you an excuse to be a jackass and from dua getting sued we learned there's a thin line between imitation and duplication one is okay imitation is great but don't cross that line into duplication because you don't want to try to be copying someone else that is not a good look and oh my god you guys someone literally died at my college this weekend i'm in this group chat right now and they're all talking about it they put photos there's like a video of her online there's this girl at my College, right outside of one of the biggest bars on campus, and she's laying on the ground. Apparently, one of the security guards there, the guards are like very intense at this school. Apparently, they noticed she was drunk, didn't want to let her in for some reason, and then maybe there was a problem between them. But you can see that there's a really big dent in the brick wall of the building. Like, he hit her head into the brick wall so hard that there's a dent in the bricks, and then she's on the floor. And it seems like police are checking for her pulse and they say no pulse apparently they're keeping information about this like really under wraps so i don't really know anything about it but i mean that's horrible uh, rest in peace to that girl they're not even releasing her name so i guess i'll update you on this whole situation but that is terrible apparently something like this happens on every year at unofficial not to trivialize this but i don't know why the security guards have to be so fucking intense they're crazy to everyone so anyway that is the end of the podcast um if you can just rate this podcast five star on spotify apple Podcasts, it would help me so much you're already here screenshot it post it on your instagram story to help organically grow that helps so much and then uh tag me in and of course i respond to everyone who does that it literally makes my day i appreciate it the most so i hope you have a great monday and you will get through the week flawlessly because girl i know who you are so go out there be that bad bitch that you are and i will see you guys on wednesday bye love you